All right. Hello. We're back again. Episode two. Dev and DJ. Here we are. How <laughs> are, are you? I'm good. Thanks. Good. Good. So this is episode number two on January 28th, 2020 of After the Checks Are Signed. Um, and we just got done signing the checks just yep. like last time. Yep. We had fun. Dev learned from last time. She was great at stuffing the envelopes. Yep. And again, liquid spit was, yep. was in the room. Um, and so we're in the little offshoot room of the courtroom at, down at Town Hall. Uh, we've kind of commandeered this space as our location for recording this podcast. Um, and so we're going to go ahead and get right into today's episode. Um, we're going to talk about all kinds of different stuff. We have almost four times the amount of bullet points that we had last time. <laughs> Uh, so first thing that I think we should want to start with is just a disclaimer that we're just individuals. We're sharing our opinions. We have no affiliation with, uh, any specific entity other than ourselves. Um, so yes, I am the treasurer of Wilton and I am the deputy treasurer and yes, she is, uh, appointed by me. Um, well, technically by the board, but I suggested you. And she graciously accepted. But we are here uh, just at, in our own capacity to talk about the things that we think that you all want to know. <laughs> uh, so the stats from our first episode, episode one, um, we had 67 plays of it. And that was not DJ and I playing it three times a day. I was probably about 61 of those. No. No. Definitely not. Uh, but no, lots of people checked it out. So we really appreciate that. And um, in, in those 67 people listening, we got tons of feedback. What did you hear from Iowa? Uh, from Iowa, I heard that it was good to hear my voice because I've not lived there for four years. And But we heard from several people in town that it was a um, good job, you know, and and people are wanting to hear about our opinions because we pretty much come to every meeting. Yeah. And it's, and it's informal. It's not, you know, sit through this long drawn out meeting where maybe, you know, people are talking about things that are completely irrelevant. You want just a quick abridged version of what happened kind of in an approachable, easy way to listen to and consume. So that's why we're here. Um, so I did get feedback too, some good, some bad. Um, some of you may or may not know that I own Wilton House of Pizza, so I'm pretty high profile. People see me a lot um, and they know who I am, at least I think. Maybe I'm, you know, self pumping myself up. But um, so a lot of folks, you know, said that they listened and appreciated and, and asked me how to hear it. So in case you don't know, it's here at the Podbean app. Um, and we're hoping in the future to be able to offer it in other ways. Um, but, you know, I got some good feedback. People said that they liked my voice. People said that uh, we we really gave them some information that they could chew on and, and think about. And they liked getting kind of a abbreviated um, opinion of what has been going on in town. And I got some bad stuff, too. People, you know, were particularly not happy with the way things were said or why they were said, but either way, you know, here we are still doing it. Freedom yeah. of speech and, Freedom of speech. and, and it's great. So, um, that's, that's on the, the stats of our first episode and the feedback. So keep it coming guys, keep listening, um, and keep giving us feedback. You can do it on the app. You can find us on Facebook. You can come see me down at Wilton house of pizza. Don't go to Deb's house. She, she no. doesn't want you there. No. Um, but, you know. No so, onion and garlic at my house. Yeah. She, she doesn't eat either of those either. Uh, so uh, next up is, what do we got next? 
So um, the offices that are open, open positions in the town of Wilton, this is really important because filing for these offices is, is ends January 31st, so this week. This Friday. Um, we have open positions are um, one position for the cemetery trustee, one position for the library trustee. The moderator, which is a two-year position, is open. Planning board has two positions that are three years and one position that is two years. So they need help. They need help. And if you're interested in this, even being an alternate, um, uh, Michelle told us that um, they are interested in people to come in and observe and be alternates. Um, select board, there is a three-year one position for for three years that is open. Sewer commission has one position for three years and one position for one year. And that is um, through somebody that died. Very close friend of mine. Um, supervisor of the checklist, it's one position for six years. Um, treasurer position is open, yes, although is. we know who's going to get that position. I have declared my candidacy yes. for re-election. Yes. I support um, but you. I, I thank you. Thank you. But <laughs> I uh, welcome anybody who wants to come down to try out any of these positions, including mine. Please come. Trustee of the trust funds. Um, it's a three-year three-year position. One position for that, and then water commission. It's a three-year one position. Yeah, so, and I've been talking with uh, Jane, the tax collector, um, down here at Town Hall, and she said that already quite a few of you have uh, declared that you'd like to be considered. So I know there's a few spots uh, in the planning board, and there's even a challenger for the select board seat. Uh, so, you know, we'll see how that shakes out. Um, so that is all the offices. Again, guys, just make sure you get down here by this Friday to declare and, and consider getting involved because it's really an uh, important part to being a small community like Wilton. So now we are moving on to, let's see, uh, the offices we just talked about. Um, oh, school there's board. Also, there's yeah. also one position, the Wilton position for school board is open. That is also a three-year position for that. Um, very important, our town writes a check out every month to the school for $630,000. And some change. And that budget is expected to go up a million dollars this next year, so that's probably going to go up. I'm not really good at math, but I think that means it's going to go up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's that's one uh, one position for school board. And then I believe that there are also some positions for the school board budget committee. Awesome. So you can also go in and register to run for those as well. Uh, so another thing that we w talked about wanting to share was I recently had a foray down at the zoning board. Uh, I went in to get a variance uh, for some work that we're going to do at my house. We want to put an accessory dwelling unit, which is a small rental in our house. We live in a very large house that has an indoor pool and we don't want a pool. Uh, so we're just going to fill the pool in and build a new living space where the pool is and then we want to turn the old section of the house into a rental so i had to go to the zoning board to get a variance for that to be allowed because the unit that we want to have is much bigger than what's allowed in the town right now so you're allowed to have up to 900 square foot accessory dwelling unit they call it an adu and mine when it's done is going to be just over 1300 square feet so i'm going to be able to get some rental income it was i, I thought it was a good way to kind of 
reinvigorate my house because it's old and it needs you know some work and uh so i anyways went in front of the zoning board and uh, presented my legal case to why i think that i should be allowed to have uh variants and all variances is is really just a request to break the rules uh, the rules are this i don't want to follow the rules so i want a variance and i went through and legally proved why it was an undue hardship for my property and myself and my wife uh, to not be allowed to change our home into a larger size accessory dwelling unit um, and it was approved even though there was some pushback by a couple of my neighbors um, they they came down and, and took the opportunity to use the forum to talk about you know what their concerns were with my project um, and their concerns were heard but at the end of it you know my legal case that i presented to them one and presided over Excellent. their opinion so uh just to share that you know just to show you that this process really does yeah. work and if you come down and you you figure out the right way to go about things yeah. you can get it done yeah so um and then you know so that's that covers you know some of the stuff with the zoning board the town offices um but now we kind of wanted to take a minute to let you guys get to know deb and i a little bit uh so we're gonna do a little meet and greet uh section uh real quick just not nothing too major but um one thing we had talked about is food so i own a restaurant as i've mentioned uh and i've always been a huge foodie if you see me i'm not a skinny guy you know i got got a little bit extra around because i like to eat um so you know i figured a good place to start would be to ask you deb what is your favorite food Potato chips. Potato chips. And I think we had this discussion. We both really like chips. Yep. I'm a big chip guy yep. too. And you have a type that well, you like? I would say Lay's potato chips. But, it's classic. But, the yellow bag, right? But, and if I go into a grocery store, I mean, I will try their their store brand, but it's and sometimes sometimes they're good and sometimes they're cheap and fast and that's what I need. Also, Fritos corn chips. Mm. So I was born in the 50s and in the 60s, Fritos corn chips. And I got to say, they have stayed true to their recipe. Mm. And, you know, they're gluten-free. They have no onion and garlic in it. And um, they're great. They awesome. don't sell as many out here in New England as they do in Iowa. Sure. I must be the corn thing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I... I I do not pass up a good chip. Yeah. And for me, honestly, I won't say chips are my favorite, but they're a high up there. My favorite chip, because I like spicy food, is a specialty chip called Mama Zuma's. Um, and they're made with habaneros. Real spicy, real yeah. crunchy, real good. Um, so I'm a big fan of that. But my pizza, my my favorite is pizza. Um, always been a pizza guy. I don't think that's why I own a pizza restaurant. I think it was more just an opportunity to take over a good business. But pizza has always been my favorite food. I'm a traditionalist. I like cheese. I like pepperoni. I like mushroom singles. I don't want all of it on there at once. I want cheese and mushroom. I want cheese and pepperoni or cheese by itself. Oh, interesting. Yep. yep. That's me. So, um, that is the food that we enjoy. Um, and then, you know, besides that, uh, like I said, I wasn't born in the fifties. Um, but I was a little later than that. And when I was growing up, um, we watched a lot of cartoons. So I like old cartoons like He-Man uh and power rangers as weird as that sounds uh so that's that uh so now that we've gotten okay, to know each other about cartoons. okay okay i mean i grew up in the saturday morning cartoons i mean let's just say bugs bunny oh yeah bugs you know i mean 
classic and the music in that mm. the french horn like like the music in that is just as important i hope your cartoons had good music yeah they did kind of which leads me to the movie space jam <laughs> my son was 10 years old when that came out yeah. and my grandsons watched that with me and they thought it was hilarious mm. which re leads us to basketball yeah it does yeah basketball space jam is a great movie first of all love that movie uh, but more you know somberly is that recently on this past sunday uh kobe bryant uh had passed away in a helicopter crash with his daughter and also another family of three um so it uh, is a very sad day for anybody i'm a huge basketball fan um it's a very sad day for anybody who's followed the sport over the last two decades kobe played for the lakers uh, one team his whole career won four championships um actually five championships sorry and he was really a consummate all-star uh and a great guy to uh look up to for young people who are interested in the sport um and i just wanted to take a minute just to you know say rest in peace to to kobe um and such a tragic and sad event um so moving on now we have the some information about upcoming uh, events and ideas for this podcast and for the town of Wilton. Uh, so firstly, the country, um, you know, the primary voting is February 11th. Um, so that is going to be for uh, deciding presidential candidates. Right here um, in Wilton, right right behind us is, is the courtroom where those will be held. Yep. And, and the good thing is, is that you can register day of. So the state of New Hampshire makes it really easy to, to get your vote in and make it count. So I hope that everybody listening tells your family, friends, and anybody who's of voting age to get down here and vote and exercise your right. Um, so beyond the uh, national stuff, we also have a lot of local events. So the local election for all the offices that we spoke of earlier, including the treasurer, um, is March 10th. So I hope that I have your vote. It's DJ Garcia for treasurer, uh, one-year position, uh, March 10th. Uh, that's all day. It's a Tuesday. Um, you'll see me outside. I'll be campaigning outside the front door, shaking your hand if you want to come down and meet me in person. Um, and then town meeting is just a couple days later. Uh, you going to go? Yep. Yeah. All right. So that's March 12th, um, which is a Thursday night. And they usually do that at Frez, which is the elementary school. Um, and then the school board meeting, or school is meeting. it, it's the school meeting. Yep. So kind of like town meeting, yep. but for the school. What's here? So, and then they're going to do that two days later on Saturday. Yep. Is it morning, night? Saturday starts at 9, 9 and that's up at the high school. Okay. So, you know, I, I would imagine because Deb seems to be um, pretty involved with the school um, board and, and all their meetings. So I imagine you'll be there for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I'll be stuck working. So unfortunately, I won't be able to make it. Uh, but, you know, we uh, we wish you all the best up there. And hopefully, you know, they, they get it straightened out. Yep. Yeah. Um, so... That is most of what we wrote down. So I guess now we'll just quickly talk about the select board meeting last night. Um, so last night was select board meeting. That's why we're here today signing the checks uh, because they approved all the manifests uh, to have me come in and put my signature on them and verify all the transactions. Um, so had a big long agenda uh, last night, uh, you know, talked to some energy people. Uh, Chris Balch came down. He's one of our state reps and he was talking about um, the 
carbon, carbon cash back cash is, back is a keyword. warrant article it is a petition warrant article so this um, warrant article got enough signatures to come forward i believe it's 25 mm -hmm. um maybe it's 12 25 12 but it will be something that will be voted on at our our town meeting um carbon cash back is something that's been talked about up at the state house and um it, it, it's interesting. Um, I spoke about it in public comments because I think they're putting things a little um, ahead of where they need to be. I look at New Hampshire and um, yes, we are all carbon units um, and we are using carbon units, but I think if this is going to be something that can be respected, I think they need to go to California and um, look at California's carbon impact mm. on our world and um, do some of the pre-work there. I don't think New Hampshire being used as a model, um, kind of like tweaking things. I just, I have a problem with that because um, the carbon cashback really is a carbon tax. Mm. Um, what they're talking about is you will actually pay it and then you will get it get a check for it or yeah. i don't I mean, there are just so many things how they will implement implement it because it's on everything from propane natural gas electricity oil mm -hmm. what was the fifth one I don't remember, yeah. but I, I got my crash course on it last night. I mean, it was kind of something that I wasn't even aware of um, until I got to the meeting last night. You had actually emailed me um, and said, check this out. Um, and because it's coming up in front of the board yeah. this coming meeting. Uh, but last night I got my crash course on it. And you're right. It really is just a tax on people who live. I mean, re reality, you, you need to heat your house in the winter. Uh, you need to drive your car, even though that's not you know efficient and great for the yes, planet. No gasoline so i mean there, there's lots of things that we all do i mean really we're all just consumers um so i think we just need to change what we consume and not not prevent people from consuming and then basically charging them to to eat their house that's what it broke down to i mean i think i saw in the the paper that you had brought that it was about thirteen hundred dollars in 2021 thirteen hundred dollars more for all the carbon you put off in this tax well in the cash back um, and then they're, they're, they're packaging it with, they collect this money from everybody, but then they distribute it back out equally to everybody else with no way to really measure who uses what, how much is paid, why do they get it, what's their income, what's their outcome. I mean, it's, it's pretty disorganized. Yeah. Kind of like a lot of things in government, it would seem, wouldn't it? Kind of like a lot of things and things that we continue to hear about um, um, are ambulance numbers um there's still a question on that um and when i say our ambulance number it's the budget for that um there are very many levels to that there's pre post and futuristic type of numbers yeah. and um that that continues to be something numbers can be changed or different so what did you learn about that I mean, for, for me, I, I kind of was just really surprised at the way that, you know, it was presented to the board. 
Um, you know, that they talked about how the budget committee had adjusted where some of the money was going to come from to fund some purchases for 2020, which changed the budget that the select board had actually approved already. So then on the spot, they were presented a new budget with the amended changes. And that's not really how it works from my perspective. My perspective is, is that the board is the ones that are charged by us, the voters, to implement these budgets and to oversee all these departments. Um, so, you know, it just, to me, it seems crazy that four towns are involved in the ambulance service and there's not a single business minded person out there who can sit down and really dissect what it takes to run an ambulance department like ours. Do we make money? Sure. We're a nonprofit, so we're not making money, but are we replenishing the money we're spending enough to buy new ambulances in the future, to buy new, uh, buildings to house them in, to hire new EMTs to meet the demand of keeping the, them certified exactly, and keeping them, and keeping them safe and healthy and 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 of you know solid mind so that that way they can go into these high stress situations and be prepared to save lives. Um, so you know, I mean, for for EMTs to worry about budgeting is just it's not it's not their realm. They're there to save lives and to make a difference, and that's what I want to see them do. And the select board should be the ones that are overseeing the running of it. And if they're not sure how it works, then we need to call in outside help. And 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 I mean, I'm super busy, but. I feel like I have enough business acumen to look at the a department as a whole and offer some suggestions as to what's actually happening because I've looked at some of the numbers recently and it would turn out that you know their their revenues that they've brought in are actually much much higher than what they budgeted for last year and they're going to be higher than what they're budgeted for this year. Uh so there's just some discrepancies there that I think would really clarify the picture for us if we if we all started to, you know, really figure it out. Uh, so, you know, and then in addition to that, there was other budgets discussed. Um, yeah, there was, there the, was a number brought, we just barely heard it about the recycling budget. That, that's something there was $10,000 added to that, that was changed. And so these are just questions that um, we here were not, up at the select board table, we don't get to see these things, but um, I would just tell you to um, read the minutes, come to your town meeting on March 12th and look at these numbers. Mm -hmm. you, the, the, you will have the book, the town report, you'll have that before the meeting. Um, come up and get that up here at town hall and have that in your hand and ask these questions. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, you know, besides that, we, you know, we heard about some of the budgets. Uh, we met some new people coming in talking about power and talking about carbon cash backs. Um, the, the select board, Matt Fish, brought up the swimming season, which is fastly approaching. Um, and I hope that, you know, you all go down and check out the reservoir and give a dip in there because you are allowed to swim in there. It's a myth that you can't. Um, so, you know, and, and, and just make sure you're parking in the right places because the police cracked down last year and they're going to crack down this year again. So if you're not parked in an appropriate place, that's unsafe, uh, then you will get a ticket. And if you keep doing it, then they might tell you too. And that would stink. Remember the other myth that was brought up last night? I do. Yeah. The cyanide myth. Yeah. The there. cyanide pool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know where it is, it's, it's at the corner of the bridge and the police station there. Apparently, 
you know, there's a pool, a body of water that's trapped inside of the, the cement for that embankment that has cyanide in it. At least that's as the story goes or the, the myth is told, right? So anybody who knows anything about that, feel free to comment on it. Let us know what your opinion is of the cyanide in that pool. It's history. It is. It's historical. Yeah. Or it's a myth. Or it's one <laughs> of the three. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that we covered a lot of what we, we set out to do today. Um, this is really exciting. I'm having so much fun. We have sourdough in the room. It's fresh. Thank you so much for our baker. You know who you are. We love you. Um, and, you know, we're looking forward to continuing to do this. I mean, I've, I'm having fun with it. And I got some new equipment um, that I used to be a disc jockey. Or some old equipment. Well, it's, some of it's new. I bought some really? stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I brought, we have some equipment so we can up our production game a little bit for this. Um, maybe do some editing. Maybe uh, turn it into a bigger production. Editing? Yeah. And maybe even bring some guests in in the future. Excellent. Yeah, so we can talk to more folks from town that maybe you've never met or you want to meet. Um, you know, and 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 hopefully, you know, when we expand our ability to record this, we can meet some new people and and let them talk about what happens in the town. Yeah. And as always, no taxpayer dollars were used in the production of this podcast. No. I mean, we just mentioned the equipment, but it's I bought it's that. DJ. Yeah, it's, I bought that. He's a DJ. DJ. Yeah, DJ the DJ. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Give us your comments, and we will talk to you next time. Bye.